Stay on top of all meaningful, top-trending stories right here on SAFM. Leading the conversation. Good morning. You know the number, of course, 086-000-2032. Well, all sorts of questions around the leadership at Eskom. As you know, there is still no permanent CEO. There was a report last week from News24's Carol Payton that, in fact, uh, Pravin Gordon, the Minister of Public Enterprises, had rejected the nomination of one candidate by the Eskom board because he had said he needed to have three possible candidates to choose from and they'd only given him one. Meanwhile, the current acting CEO, who is the chief financial officer at Eskim, Caleb Kassim, his contract ends at the end of the year, and uh, we may not have a new CEO by then. Peter Adult Montalto is the managing director and global lead for capital markets and political economy at uh, Crutham, which used to be known as Intellidex. Peter, good morning, and I hope I've pronounced the new name of your company correctly. Good morning. Good to be with you. Um, how important is this leadership crisis at Eskim? We were told when Andre Dereta left that we would get a new CEO relatively quickly. That hasn't happened, um, and it would appear unlikely that we will get a new CEO soon. Well, I think classically in these situations, you can't believe what you're told straight away uh, about timelines, uh, and no timeline around SOE ever seems to really be stuck to. Um, there is a wider leadership vacuum, I think, we need to recognise in many SOEs. Uh, the question is coming up in particular at Transnet as well. But no, the ESCOM process has turned out to be particularly challenging to be able to find, uh, and the board's really struggled to find uh, a suitable candidate, uh, or at least more than one suitable candidate, uh, to be able to put forward to government. They have a requirement to put forward a shortlist. That was a um, a rule or a part of the uh, shareholder compact that was criticised by the Zondo Commission, um, but has uh, has not been changed. So we are now stuck um, with a process resetting back to square one. Um, part of the report from last week was that, in fact, three separate ministers involved in this each have their own candidate they would prefer. I'm presuming that means the Minister of Public Enterprises, the Minister of Energy, um, and then the Minister of, of Electricity. I mean, if that's the case... That's a big political dispute or, uh, how do I put this, political contestation that would need to be resolved. Well, the issue is that's always kind of been the case. There's always been people people backing different candidates. And so the point is to bring this to a head very quickly. You need the intervention uh, uh, in cabinet of the president and to force this ultimately to a decision very quickly. Those uh, you know, individual choices that ministers have are not particularly going to change. Um, but I think that's the problem. This has not been a process uh, run uh, on any particular timeline. Uh, it's not a process that the president or cabinet uh, has uh, particularly tried to force uh, to a conclusion. Now, uh, that's to say that uh, Caleb, the current CEO, is doing a very good job. He is an ESCOM lifer. Uh, has a deep amount of experience, but there's no one left internally to sort of replace him of a similar caliber. Um, and, uh, you know, we need some permanent creditors would like, in particular, some permanent leadership in place. Um, does all of this get to the heart of really the sort of bigger policy issue around what is supposed to happen in electricity? And there were reports that were just sort of dismissed at the time of tensions between at least two of the ministers. Um, it, then that was before the appointment of, of José Antonio Machopa. But you would like to think that considering how deep the crisis is around load shedding, that everyone would be, at least in public, singing from the same hymn sheet. That doesn't seem to be happening, although I might well get a rude WhatsApp from someone for saying that. 
Well, the way the governance works is that it's not a sort of straight linear um, sort of structure of uh, control through the shareholders government into the board, into the CEO, uh, down into management. You know, there is a lot of very complicated um, poking around uh, and fiddling that goes on from government deeper into uh, ESCOM, particularly given the load shedding uh, issue. And that's why the candidate of CEO is very important for various uh, people. Uh, as we saw with Andre de Reiter as well, though, and his time uh, in office, that we had someone who was uh, able to champion particular causes that was controversial, obviously, uh, in some cases, uh, such as around just energy transition uh, in the political sphere. That's partly why he was uh, ultimately ousted. Uh, and so, you know, the, it's a very high profile appointment. And that's ultimately why uh, there is very inter uh, great interest from the political sphere uh, in who this person would be. And a number of the candidates who've been put forward uh, have sort of particular views on technology types uh, and the future of ESCOM, uh, which would be important. It's still a relatively new board at ESCOM. Could this issue lead to any tension between them and their, I suppose, line manager, who is the Minister of Public Enterprises? Well, that's now the understanding is that there has been some breakdown in uh, uh, in uh, relationship between the board uh, and the government over this uh, this process. Um, they, I think, the the board never really uh, obviously does this in public and doesn't hire someone uh, in public. So there is still some mystery surrounding uh, the process and the, the public domain of exactly how this is is working. But we need some clarity now. We are resetting this process um, back to zero of the timelines here because uh, we this leadership vacuum could indeed get worse uh, if we're unable to find a CEO uh, particularly quickly. It's also one of the world's toughest jobs. I'm amazed that some candidates are still available for it. So it's a sort of impossible job, and I think that's why we have to sort of set expectations appropriately. Uh, ultimately, you need someone who is uh, deeply uh, involved in the finance of it. ESCOM, uh, of course, is undergoing a huge bailout uh, by National Treasury at the moment. Someone who uh, understands the engineering uh, the load shedding and the operation side of it, and someone who can manage the politics uh, of it. Uh, and, and I include in that handling, uh, obviously, very sensitive issues around politically connected corruption and things like that uh, as well. Um, so uh, finding someone who ticks all, all of those boxes is probably impossible. And so really, we are looking here for a uh, a, a least bad or a second best, or how you want to describe it, uh, candidate. I don't think a, a perfect candidate is probably available. Peter Etard Montalto, thank you, Managing Director and Global Lead for Capital Markets and Political Economy at Crutham, formerly known as Intelitex. Ten minutes to eight.